if you're focused and passionate and driven, um, you can achieve anything you want to achieve in life. Let's suppose that you were able every night to dream any dream you wanted to dream. And a lot of things that we want to do, a lot of places we would like to go, a lot of things we would like to experience. Here's how to really cash in on this year. Number one, get serious. Life is serious. That's basically it. That one girl was really, at the end of the night, that one like younger Hispanic girl, that show last night, um, she was really offended. She's like, you know, why? She's like, why don't you get to heckle? <laughs> and I was like, I wasn't heckling. I was doing crowd work. And if you're going to talk to me, I'm going to talk back to you. Oh, yeah, that one girl in the front? Yeah, and she's like, well, why do you get to do that? Why do it gives you the right? And I was like, well... I have been doing this for a while now, and I am the one with the microphone. That girl has been to, like, so many comedy shows, and, and she still, like, doesn't know that that's, like, how to, like, act in the audience. I know, and she's been, she's been, uh, we give the rules almost every show. It's like, at some point, you have to realize that what you're doing is wrong but like that switch never flips with her no i keep telling her she should just do like if you have something to say you get a minute and a half yeah so you can literally get up there and just make fun of all the other comics there's one lady who already does that yeah that jessica girl yeah she's really annoying yeah i remember she tried to do like one week where she did jokes and then and then like the other time she's done comedy she's just been shitting on all the other comics yeah, and then because I think she saw that one lady do it, the homeless lady. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A mama. I forget her name now. There's a like the one homeless lady mama. She hangs outside of the Judds on Tuesdays. No, 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 no. no. It was a comedian homeless oh. lady. Oh, uh, Shelly first. Yeah. And uh, she saw her do it, and everyone had a lot of fun. Because hers were like very lighthearted and old lady, where she was like, "Oh, if she can get laughs doing that, I'm gonna bring the heat," and then she just looked like an asshole. Yeah, I haven't seen her lately. Did she stopped doing comedy. Sorry, sorry. I'm sure some guy, some comedian, creeped her out, and yeah. Are you talking about the woman that sounds British? No, who's that? I don't know. She's like blonde. She talks about being a born again Christian or something. Ugh. Who's that? Gross. I know. Oh, who's that? That's a comic? <clears throat> yeah, some girl. I haven't seen woman I haven't seen her in a while. Whoa, trigger warning. Born yeah, again know. Christian. Oh yeah. God, I can't stop seeing it. You know how much I hate that word. Oh, by the way, Jeremy, I looked up that pilot that you did. I, I looked it up on YouTube the one day with that white rapper. Oh, yeah? It's pretty funny. Did you see me in it? No, I didn't watch all of that. I watched bits and pieces. There's a scene where it's, there's a really young me in there. Old baby-faced Emery. How long ago was that? Oh, God. Who knows? Probably almost 20 years now. Yeah. Do you remember uh, 
Do you remember, were you around when Eric Kribley was doing comedy? I don't think so. No, I just, he kind of stopped right before I started. He was in a TV show about Juggalos mm. called yes. Juggalo Ohio. And it was like actually pretty funny. Mm. I mean, Kribley was the funniest character. It was about like uh, one of the Juggalos uh, wants to like integrate himself in a normal society, but the Juggalo friends like are holding him back. Or That's as really I call funny. it, the Ray Highclack lifetime story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. But there was like the funniest line of any show ever. It was like there was a scene where uh, they told uh, like Cribbly, they had this rule where they only sell drugs to other Juggalos. And this guy's like, this guy's coming over to buy weed. But he was like a work friend. He wasn't a Juggalo, but he lied to Cribbly and said that he was a Juggalo. And then when the guy showed up to buy the weed, he was like in a dress shirt and he was like, his hair was like nice. And then like Cribbly stands up and he goes, that ain't no Juggalo. He looked like Jonas Brothers. <laughs> and I fucking like, like I lost my shit laughing. Like the, the, the inflection, the choice to say it like that was like genius to me. I was like, that's so great. That is very funny. funny. You know, Juggalo, he looked like Jonas Brothers. It's funny. <laughs> well, did he? He did look like Jonas Brothers. All right. You guys ready? I'm ready. <clears throat> hey, welcome to the Brett Talk Podcast with your host, me, Brett, and I talk. I've been doing this as an intro a lot lately. Uh, is it because I can't find anything to do? Do I lose my creativity? No, because you guys don't care about the intro. You care about the content, the advice. Well, I'm here to give it to you at the homeland, the mothership, Golden Ox Studio with host, co-host, and producer, Jeremy. Hey, how's it going, Jeremy? I'm fantastic, Brett. How are you? Also, don't disparage the intro, people. It's Those are that's our that's our market demographic. It's true. Intro people are people. Yep. Uh, but today, again, uh, we have the very funny Tim Wolf as the guest. Hi, everybody. Sorry, I'm not as enthusiastic. This is our third it's one the, uh, today. Yeah, you're not as happy to see me anymore as you were <laughs> in the, in the little, first episode. A little peek behind the curtain there. Oh, yeah. That's how the sausage is made. Yeah. <laughs> I you, just, it, you just showed all the people our sausage. That's true. This is usually an advice podcast, um, and we'll probably end up giving some advice today, but I think it's going to be a fun topic because I think all three of us are good comedians. Uh, but we're just going to talk about times that people have been offended and what we can maybe say or do to tell them to buzz off or be like, hey, I'm sorry, please don't beat me up, Mr. Scary Biker Man. Yeah. So uh, let's start it, fellas. Uh, who wants to start? Um, Go ahead, Tim. I'll start. All You're right. the guest. I. Uh, it, it'd be. It'd only be prudent. Well, I. Um, years ago, I was. Uh, some guy tried to rush me on stage. Okay. I did a joke about. Um, the joke was actually like a solid premise, but it was, it was like, a, what was the joke? It was about how, um, I wish that I had a friend that was into child pornography, mm -hmm. 
<laughs> so that I could get really accurate movie reviews. Because if you could sit through a little boy getting raped, but you walked out of like Argo halfway through, it's probably not a very good movie. <laughs> and uh, and then uh, and then somebody in the at the bar was like, "Not funny." And um, I kind of like snapped because that woman had been heckling every single week, and it wasn't just me; it was like every comedian. She mm-hmm. would just come there. It seemed like with the intention of heckling. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then so I was already like mad that she was even there, and so I knew before I went up, I was like, she's probably gonna say some shit. So I did that bit, and I was like, yeah, it's a, it's a you know child pornography, and she was like, not funny. And I said, well, you know, some people have the balls to get up here and talk while other people just sit there like a bitch and heckle. And then uh, and then her husband turned around, which I didn't know she had a husband till he turned around, mm-hmm. and he was like, why don't you say something funny, pal? And I was like, oh, here's something funny. Um, a really nice kid somewhere in the world died today, and you're still alive. That's pretty hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, like, got up and started taking his jacket off and, like, walking towards the stage. And the host had to, like, hold him back. And uh, I was like, dude, I, I mean, I'm not, like, a strong person, but I had a whole table of friends. Mm-hmm. And, like, the guy was, like, early 60s, mid-60s maybe, and he was out of shape. I was like, Jay, you could let him go. I'm sure that if I don't get him, like the other people at my table will. And then he got real mad about that. And they had to, like drag him and his wife out in the patio and calm them down. And uh, there was another comic. His name's Kyle Carmelita. He is a Pittsburgh comic. And he, uh, he was, he's always like, he was tall and like quiet. And like, uh, he was going on after me. And he went up. It was after this big commotion when they had to be dragged out on the patio. And then Kyle goes up. And there's like a moment of silence, and he's like, "Can they hear me?" And then uh, the host Jay, he was like, "He's like, no, they're out on the patio. They can't hear you." And he's like, "All right, I just don't want to offend anybody by what I'm gonna say, but they're they can't hear." He's like, "No, you're good." And he was like, "Okay." And then he like looked around, and he goes, uh, "I fucked a mouse last night." <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. And also, I, like, I, I love the fact that you described him as tall and quiet. Yeah. He's a comedian. Yeah, well, he was especially lanky and quiet, but he was like, I didn't expect him to talk about fucking a mouse right after that. And I just died laughing. And then uh, eventually those people like came back out from the patio and they were like, uh, they were like uh, something about like molestation's not funny. And, uh, and, and uh, they're like, we don't like jokes like that. Uh, we're Christian. And I was like, oh, so you're familiar with, like, child molestation because of the church. (laughs) And then they're like, you will not make fun of our religion. And I was like, I just did. (laughs) And then they never came back. And then, uh, like, the next week, they posted on Facebook under that bar's, uh, that bar post about the open mic, and they commented on it. And they were like, any any, uh, child molestation jokes tonight? And then I commented on it, and I was like, you guys better hurry up because Jay Leno is starting. <laughs> That's funny. And you're going to miss his monologue. I'm sure you love it or whatever I said. It was really dumb. But uh, that was like the, the the ballsiest heckler I ever had was somebody trying to come up on the stage. But, That's funny. I, <clears throat> I had a guy trying to beat me up one time. I wasn't even doing like, like any of my material. So I went to this open mic when I first started out. And it was the Euro Gyro in Kent. And uh, <clears throat> he uh, 
he, he, I remember he's there to see somebody, like his stepson or whatever. And uh, I remember <clears throat> I was doing my set, really was doing well. So I, I said, Hey, uh, I've been bringing someone along with me touring if you want to see who it is. And then I pulled a white tube sock out of my pocket. <laughs> And then I go in the microphone. I can't do like ventriloquism, so I'm still talking to the microphone like really shittily. And I'm like, hey, uh, this is Mr. Sock. Say hello, Mr. Sock. And then I, I talk for a little bit. Then I'm like, now this is what happens when Mr. Sock meets someone a little bit more different than him. And on my other pocket, I pull out a black tube sock <laughs> and I put it on my other hand. And then the white sock, all, then, then literally, this is what happened verbatim after that. I literally said, I was like, uh, the white sock says the black sock. So even though you're a different color than me, we're all socks, and that's all that matters. And then the black sock goes, yeah, uh, feet stink. And this black guy got up, threw a beat my ass, and he was like, I was like, why? And he's like, you called black people dirty socks? You're calling white people dirty socks, also. Yeah, I, I, I was just like, it was just like socks. It was over like, yeah. Like he called me racist, and then like he called like another Hispanic guy in the show being racist for making fun of like being Hispanic. What? Yeah, I, I just, I don't know. I was like, I was like, I can't believe I'm getting threatened to beat up over sock puppets. Yeah. So at that point, he's kind of just. Hope they don't fight you. And that'd be funny if he fought you while you had the socks on your hands. <laughs> yeah. So you're just beating the shit out of him with like socks. Yeah. Do you think you could have taken him in a fight? Like what? Like you think uh, you would have won? Probably not. Yeah. But also too, like he was mad, so he'd have had that adrenaline of like he's ready to go, and I'm just like I was tired. I drove up 40 minutes to be there, <laughs> and then I just phoned it in by putting socks on my hands. Yeah. Uh, but here's a tip, though. I mean, if you're on stage and someone comes at you, you have weapons up there like the mic stand. Yeah. Just fucking. You ever see that video of the guy hitting the guy with a guitar because he was up there with the guitar, and some yeah. guy came up on stage and he hit him, and then the crowd would turn against the comedian? Yeah. And he was like, well, you got, I'm going to keep doing the show. And the crowd was like, nope. And he was like, all right, bye. Yeah. And then he left. He goes, uh, he had it coming. What do you think, folks? And everyone's like, no! <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. Uh, I don't know. Like, I'm not like an aggressive person, but like, and like, I, I think violence doesn't solve anything. But if someone comes at you, you have the right to defend yourself. Yeah. So I think that guy wasn't in the yeah. wrong. If someone's coming up to you, you don't know like what he has in his pocket or what he was. So if you have a guitar in your hand, you might as well yeah. use it. Yeah. And but, I think people don't understand that like if you're if you really don't like a comedian like don't fuck with them because they can put that clip on social media and get so many more views yeah. because you fucked with them yeah it's like i mean if i got punched on stage that would be like 3 million views on tiktok immediately it's true yeah that'd be a career maker yeah I've seen people now making fabric fabricated crowd work videos. Oh yeah, I see those. Yeah, somebody tried to do that at Imposter Theater last week. I was there. Oh, were you there? Yeah. Yeah, that guy. That was like the wrestler guy, right? Yeah. And he was like, "All right, everybody, I'm gonna act like I'm talking to this guy, and then he, you're gonna say this." He was like scripting the whole thing. It was weird. Yeah, I was laughing because I thought it was funny. Yeah. Because I don't know. I'm not gonna talk shit on him because I like wrestling and. 
was the, well, the, it wasn't really his, he was fun, like, he was trying to do his part, like the comedian. Yeah. But the crowd, the people in crowd he picked were like really bad actors. Oh yeah. He was like, say, what are you talking about? And the guy was just like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and you're like, you can't fucking wait. Okay. That's not a good crowd work clip. People are going to know that's so fake. And he kept like fucking up the words. Like he had to do multiple takes. Yeah. He had one sentence for the guy to say, and the guy kept like messing it up. <laughs> he was supposed to say like, what are you talking about? And he kept saying, stop saying that. Or what? What do you mean? <laughs> and he's like, no, say, what are you talking about? And he kept going back to that. <laughs> that's funny. That's so weird. <laughs> Just he got multiple takes. I can edit it. Like see which one he likes the best. Honestly, it might be a good career move to plant hecklers in the crowd to fuck with you. Mm-hmm. And then you just post all those clips because it's all crowd work clips and hecklers anyway. You might as well just plant them. Do you hear how crazy we sound right now? Yes. Okay, good. We sound now like- we're not even trying to do it for like, it's a career maker, but for what? So for like an, a robot to, a, to a, like validate us? Yes. No, the algorithm to validate us. The algorithm yeah. is the is the god now. The yeah. algorithm is the robot. Worship the algorithm. Yeah. What about, well, now I'm now I'm upset. I'm offended. Oh no. Oh no. How are we gonna deal with this? This whole world sucks. <laughs> that would be a good heckle if somebody's like, "The world sucks," <laughs> and you're like, "Are you talking about this show anymore? Or are you just like really mad about the world?" No, I was talking about Brett's set with his socks. Oh. Oh, Brett's socks. Yeah. The socks suck. And like it offends me, too, that he thinks I don't do laundry. Yeah, he's like, they're dirty. <laughs> and you're like, why? I just pulled them out of my drawer. I, I do my laundry, sir. I think that's more offense. I should be offended by that guy. He looks at me like, oh, this guy's dirty. He accuse you of being a dirty comic? Yeah. This was at Funny Stop, you said? No, this was at the Eurogyro open mic in oh, Kent. Okay. The Eurogyro gets some random like hecklers there that are like at all all corners of the building. Yeah, like one time this guy called me a four-eyed fuck. Damn. And like a curly-headed, like I forget what he said. Um, like a curly-headed queer or something. And then, like, it was really funny because he got kicked out, and the bartender kicked him out, and then he yelled at the bartender, and then he yelled at the kitchen, like, through the kitchen door, and then as he was walking out, he apologized to me. That's always nice when hecklers apologize. <laughs> as he got kicked out, he yells at the kitchen, and then it's like, hey, sorry, man, funny stuff. <laughs> that was nice. Yeah. One time I, I did that bit about how I say um, I'm half Native American, half Arab. Mm-hmm. And then I go, uh, I think we're supposed to say guardian now. I'm half guardian. And it, the crowd booed me. Seriously? Yeah. Whole audience booed me. <laughs> Where was this at? It's really funny. It was in Aurora. Oh, shit. Yeah. It was, I was like, I'm going to pretend all you people are just cheering for how excited you are about the change of the name. I was like, you, oh, I'm going to pretend all you people are like, woo. Man, that's a good joke, though. I can't believe they didn't like it. Oh, they hated me. That reminds me of a video I saw online. I think it was some, like, talk show or something. Uh, but this, like, blonde white woman told this, like, Asian woman she was being offensive because she made a joke about growing up Asian. And she's like, that's offensive. <laughs> and then the Asian lady was like, "What? The, who the fuck are you to talk about? Like, she looked like... Like her face, she just like looked like she was like what? Like like she looks so confused. There was a guy I never saw him perform, but when I was in Chicago, 
there was a comic whose stage name was Flexington Steel. Nice. And uh, I heard that there was there's a legend about him that he went up on stage one time, did one joke, and then got banned from every mic in the city. And it wasn't even really a joke because I asked what the joke was. Uh-huh. And I guess he went up on stage and he was like, I'll tell you guys what, these trans people, I wouldn't fuck them. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then all of a sudden, he was like blacklisted. What? From He's just out there <laughs> stating what he prefers sexually. <laughs> and I'm like, man, you wasted such a good stage name. Like, uh, if you kept that going, that would have been a good stage oh, yeah. name. That's Plus, really that's what ex- people expect you to say anyways. I feel bad about somebody who's actually good at comedy whose name's Flexington Steel. And now that whole name's tarnished for him because he can't, they're going to be like, you're that transphobe comic. Yeah. He's like, no, I just have a weird name and I'm funny. Now he can't get open mic spots in Des Moines, Iowa. Nope. (sighs) That's just so funny. He gets banned from everything. (laughs) Was it his first time or had he been doing it? Yeah, it was like, I think it was his very first time doing it. (laughs) (laughs) He wrote Flexington Steel on the sign-up sheet, did a one trans joke, and got booed off stage and like was done with comedy forever. That's Lay awesome. on, King. Damn. This one guy, too, in Chicago, he, 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 it was the worst bomb I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. But he went up on stage, and he was like, uh, the first thing he said was like, a lot of fucking refugees in this city. Yes. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm like, damn, that's a, that's a, a bold opener. And then he just bombed the rest of the set, and he got real mad and, like, left. It was the worst bomb I've ever seen. He, like, from beginning to end, he didn't even get, like, a hello and, like, a clap. He's just, like, these fucking refugees. And then his, <laughs> his, whole, his whole set was over at that point. It was funny. Oh, my God. That could go one of two ways. Either you bomb after that or you get a standing ovation. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know if you want this, the standing ovation. I mean. Uh, you ever I, do a joke that's, like, so, like, you ever do a joke that's so off color that you get kind of get upset when people laugh really hard at it? Yeah. Where I'm like, man, I should I don't feel good getting applause for that joke. One time, like I was in Nashville and I did an open mic, and my girlfriend was there, and the comic said, um, what did he say? He said something and he was making fun of himself, and my girlfriend laughed. And, like, he didn't like how hard she laughed. He's like, you laughed hard at that and, like, started attacking her. It was kind of weird. But he had, like, pink tails, and he was making fun of trans people, and they left. And a couple comics, like, after him was like, I find it weird the comic with pink tails was making fun of trans people. (laughs) I was like, that was so funny. (laughs) Yeah. Speaking of that, like, people in the crowd saying random things, I, uh, I did my now we're talking joke, which yeah. is like uh, about I'm like my girlfriend posted a picture of her and a new boyfriend on Facebook. And then underneath underneath the picture, her grandma said, now we're talking. <laughs> yeah. And That's I was like, so joke. what's that mean? I'm so ugly that her grandma is like not racist anymore because it was like a black guy that she's dating. I'm like, so what? Am I so ugly that I cured her grandmother's racism? And that joke did really well. And then when I got off stage. Von Wesley was in the crowd and he I was like, Man, now we're talking did pretty good. And he was like, Yes, it did, Tim. And and when you said, uh, am I so ugly that I cured the racism, I just heard some guy in the crowd go, Yes, you are. <laughs> and I was like, Damn, Von, why do you gotta tell me that? Just let me enjoy the set. But as soon as I get <laughs> off stage, he's like, Yeah, somebody in the crowd said you were ugly. And I thought that was like funny. That's really funny. What a, any other uh 
heckler jokes, Jeremy, that you have? Or the Guardians one, is that the only one? Uh, I mean, there were some people last night, too. Uh, oh, yeah, Judd's. Uh, yeah, the fucking Judd's. male people. Oh, yeah. yeah, the male guy. He was offended, wasn't he? Who was the male guy? There was a guy who delivers the mail, and then I made fun of him for it. He was mad because, like, his job's are coming obsolete because everyone has... Um, Email. Yeah. Yeah, that and I told him, he's like... What did I say? Something like uh, something about uh, are you worried about like FedEx also delivering on Sundays or something like that? And he's like, oh, they don't deliver the mail. I was he, like, okay. He said like a sleeve like for documents isn't mail to package technically. He was just a boner. Um, I don't know. Like, like his heckles were like, I'm not going to deliver your mail. Like, that's the only thing he had going on is, like, pathetic little life. And, like, mailman make more than me, so I don't really talk shit. I don't talk shit about people's jobs. But my rule is if someone talks shit to you and talk shit to them. And, uh, like, literally the only thing he had going was that, like, he gets bitten by dogs. <laughs> I always thought that was a stereotype, mailman getting bitten by dogs, but I, I heard that it happens actually it quite, happens quite frequently. Yeah, it's more frequent than not. Probably because they're going up to everyone's house all the time. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I was just annoyed because I uh, the day before, I got a root canal. The next day, I'd work. I worked from, like, 6. I didn't get home till 5. Well, I started at 7. I didn't get home till like, 5. And then I went to an open mic before that. And then he was there. And I'm just like, I just want to try these new jokes. And, like, this guy's heckling. I don't want to deal with him. I felt bad because I, I think I chimed up after your set, like, hey, this is getting really, like, chimey over here. Sh shut the fuck up. It's funny. After my set, I wanted to go home so bad. We were outdoors. Like, I took my notebook and everything I needed on stage. And then when I was done, instead of walking back to where I was seated, I just walked out the door. <laughs> I wasn't mad. I just wanted to go home. Wait a yeah. minute. I didn't know you left. Yeah, I left immediately. Like, I literally, like, got my notebook, said goodbye to a couple people there at the bar, then just went on my merry way. I'm sorry. I didn't know that. No, I wasn't upset. I was just tired. I blame myself for you being tired. So you Thank say you. the heckling was worse than the root canal? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, heckling is... I, have you ever done a heckle mic? Yes. Yeah. I don't like those. Same. I told I did one in Youngstown, and I told the guy, I was like, uh, I don't really like heckle mics. And he was like, well, um, you don't have to like participate in the heckle mic. You could just do time. And I'm like, all right. It, in the moment, it sounded like it made sense, but then they heckled. <laughs> but then they heckled every single comic. And then right before I went up, the host was like, "All right, this next comic, uh, he doesn't like being heckled, so don't heckle him." And I'm like, "What? Are you, how am I supposed to do time now? I'm That's supposed really to go funny. up there." And then I went up there and did, tried to do jokes, and they're all just staring at me like nobody laughed at anything I said because they wanted to yell shit at me. They happened in uh, something similar that that happened in Hamtramck, in uh, the. I didn't even know it was a heckle show. No one told me. <laughs> so, like, we do the early show, <laughs> and then the funny. late shows, the heckle shows, both Fridays and Saturdays. And uh, so the comedian gets up and goes, all right, everybody, you know, this is called the shit show. 
you know, you're encouraged to heckle the comic, blah, blah, blah. And, like, I saw the audience walking in, and mm-hmm. they were fucking hammered, dude. Like, oh, I've, never seen, I've never seen a crowd walk in so drunk in my oh, life. God. And uh, I was, like, freaking out. I was like, what the fuck? Like, I'm supposed to do 20 minutes, and to them heckling me? Like, what the fuck? And uh, the host gets up and does five minutes, and uh, there was also a guest spot, so they both of them did five minutes. And I realized during that time, like, oh, this is just, like, a fun-loving crowd. Like, they want to be zinged. So I just got up there and just talking shit back, and it was fun. I had a great night. I had a lady call me a limp dick bitch. That's awesome. And then uh, I said, it's only because I'm staring at your flapjack titties. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. That probably got a good laugh. I, I, and I, I'm so proud of the timing on it because she got a huge laugh off of that. Like nice. the, the room went ape shit over what she said to me. And uh, so I waited for like the laugh to just die down just enough for me to pop her with it. It was so good. That's awesome. So, when someone... When someone hits you with a line that makes you like the crowd laugh, and then you hit them back with a line that makes them laugh even harder, that's yeah. like a really good feeling. I let her have her moment. I was gracious about nice. it. I I think they could all see it. Like I had something in the chamber. Yeah. I had a, the best the best heckle I ever saw uh, was um, Eric Cribley, who's uh, a young was a Youngstown comic when I first started, and he was like he's like a genius, and uh, he had a joke about. Um, fish he's like animal fun fact fish have a five second memory which is true but it's also sad because I keep having to remind my goldfish about 9-11 every day he says he'll never forget but every fucking time I gotta remind him (laughs) and then uh, some woman in the crowd like started crying and she was just like 9-11 jokes that's funny to you? And then instead of just apologizing, he like leaned into it and he was like, yeah, 9-11 jokes are funny, but you know what's even funnier is the Holocaust because <laughs> oh, even more man. people died. <laughs> and then she like had to be escorted out of the room because she was like so upset oh that God. someone had to come get her and like take her out. And then he like turned that into a joke where like later when I saw him at a show, he said that he did that same joke about the goldfish. And then he was like, uh, he said... <laughs> He said, I actually did that joke, and a woman got so offended, she started crying, and I didn't know why, but then I found out that she actually had a goldfish die on 9-11. <laughs> so what, what you do in that scenario is that you give her a new goldfish, and you say you found it in the rubble, <laughs> and, that's, and that's what I did. And I was like, man, he, he was always so good at just like coming up with things to say back to the audience and I'm, I'm still at the point where if someone says something to me in the crowd I like blank I go blank or I get really mad it's hard for me to say something funny back because I just get mad one time I offended uh, a whole group of people because I didn't realize that they had just come from a funeral oh nice oh shit and I did a, a bit about how like my wife's best friend just passed away and the most upsetting part about it was that she was my favorite of her friends like, what, <laughs> why couldn't it have been one of the friends I didn't like? You oh, know? yeah, I remember that joke. And yeah, uh, they were not happy about it to a point where I think they got my show canceled. Seriously? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what got it canceled. Was it, oh, was it the one with the really good Rubens? Yes, I'm not going to uh, name the, oh, we could say Gunsman, they're not going to hear this. Oh, yeah, that place. Yeah. 
And then um, I also got into an incident with a person there because they were Catholic. And I said, if uh, we're all created in God's image, then God must really hate himself, too. And they were very upset about that. And then, um, and I'm pretty sure, <laughs> this is actually kind of funny, and I hope my job never hears this, but mm-hmm. she just recently ordered another keg. But apparently there was one of, I never met her before, so I didn't know what she looked like. One of my customers were there mm-hmm. for work. And I sell beer for a living. And uh, she stopped buying beer from us <laughs> because I I... I guess I went in on her or something like that. It's weird how your jokes make people so angry when I feel like they're not that offensive. Mine are not yeah. offensive at all. It's and for some reason, they, I so think it's... Very benign. It must be something like you elicit a response psychologically in people, and then they just respond <laughs> to that. Yeah. I, think they, I think what they're trying to do is hate me as much as I hate myself. Yeah. Tr- trying yeah. to match your energy. Yeah. Say it more happy. I know. What was that? that, Like last night, too, there was a kid who's like, he started doing like almost like poetry or he was like singing at first. And then he started doing poetry. And I was like, poetry night is tomorrow. And I was like trying to do that as a joke. And he was like, I'm hurting and you don't care. And I was like, I don't care. But when I listened to it back, like on the video, I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, I do sound like an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) It's awesome. Well, guys, any last remarks about people getting offended? Sometimes it's you and sometimes it is me. I'll give them that much. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say whatever. You can't get mad at people for being offended because that's like, I guess that's like a natural reaction for some people. And I guess as a comedian, you just have to deal with it. But at the same time, I've always felt like, if you're going into a comedy club, you shouldn't take anything that's said seriously. If you know it's a comedy show, odds are people are trying to make you laugh. It's not something to be taken seriously, but I feel like a certain faction of the audience just wants to be offended about things, and that's not going to change, so you just kind of have to like deal with it. I agree with that. All right. Where can we find you on social media? <laughs> you can find me at uh, Tim Wolf Comedy on in, on uh, Instagram and TikTok, Sexy Slingblade on Twitter. And well, you can find Jeremy Demery on Instagram. Figure it out. <clears throat> we're gonna keep like recording episodes until like we're tired and so <laughs> sleep deprived we start seeing things, or like there'll be like another guest like, "Hey, Philip, what do you think about the war in Iraq?" And Philip isn't there. <laughs> but uh, you find me at Brett Thomas 1896 on Instagram. Uh, we've been here for hours yeah. recording stuff. The building won't let us leave. No, we're trapped here forever. Uh, please help us. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for uh, listening to Brett Talk. Uh, Give me a follow at Brett Thomas on Facebook and Brett Thomas 1896 on Instagram. Uh, Please uh, leave a five-star review on anywhere you listen to this podcast. They all help. Thank you.